0: And we're back.
1: I'm James. This
0: is the Giz Fan Podcast. I'm Luke. I'm Mike. And I'm Brent. I'm
1: James.
2: J-Man. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you had your first
2: football game this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. How did it go? Good.
2: Yeah? Did you get
0: a catch? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> you hauled in a catch?
3: <laughs> did you like... Yeah. Did you Did you moss him? Did you go up over the top of your defender?
0: Nope. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get okay. James in my PPR league for, <laughs> for little... Uh, what, what's the
3: league... M Y. Missoula,
0: Missoula, youth football. Yeah. Missoula youth football.
3: Yeah. You think it's I two hand touch third a and four fantasy graders? league for Missoula youth football? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably. What do you think, Bud? Are, are all your routes short routes? Yes. Really can't get the QB enough time to have them develop, huh? Do they let them blitz? Yeah, you just can't go through the A gap. Okay. And the linebackers can't blitz, but the two D linemen can. It's nine on nine. Interesting. Yeah. That's fun. It's actually it's 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 fun. You're having fun, aren't you?
1: hmm Yeah.
3: Where do you play? Do you play out at the sport complex out on the other side of town, or do you just play over here at Sentinel or where? Big Sky. Over at Big Sky. On the main field? That's where we were this weekend. Oh, that's awesome, man.
2: The other ones I think will be other places. But it's pretty cool. It's a it's a a far cry from the youth football that I played as a kid. <laughs> it is? Yeah. Like, it, they're doing a good job is what I'm saying. What team were you on? Western title and escrow.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or Western States Insurance. One those of the two. two. Western. Something. I know it was a Western.
3: Western Bank of w- Western Insurance.
2: What did you think of the Grizz game this weekend?
3: Not as, not as loud of a reaction this time around. Mm-mm. This is an expected result, <laughs> wasn't it?
2: Did you have fun at the Grizz game? Yeah. Did you have any complaints?
1: They didn't
2: score enough. Oh, They didn't score enough. I (laughs) thought he was going to complain because the lines for the Pizza Hut in the North End Zone were (laughs) as long as any line I've ever seen in my life.
1: (laughs) They were past the women's bathroom.
3: Yeah, they were long. Like 100 plus people long. James, you probably had money on the over, didn't you? Did you take the over? Was it 56? It was 56. Yeah. No, what
2: did you tell mom you guessed? (laughs) You guessed 49... Forty
3: nine to twenty one. Forty nine to twenty one. Okay. I think I had twenty one as well too, so I can't I can't tease him about I believe in the defense. The defense. Who knows? All right. Anything else, Bubba?
1: Then what
2: do you have? I had him winning. <laughs> no what
1: score prediction.
2: I had forty two to seven. Wow,
1: look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it.
2: Anything else, Bubba? you're being shy tonight <laughs> we're back to this and we got pod dog in the background we're the back inside yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's a little too chilly out there yeah
2: it's like we can no longer do here. it on the yeah. uh, back porch yeah it falls here and you know it's really dark <laughs> <laughs> this
0: just means we're gonna have to drink the beer a little faster it's not a little gonna bit s- faster stay as cold outside it's
3: gonna be yeah unfortunately we can't pee in the backyard anymore well, I guess we could. But I mean, it's you a could. Trip. It's actually. Yeah.
2: I don't know that it's that long. You sneaky know. bathroom break. Go out the back door. Or you go to the bathroom. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I think yeah. our near two-hour, forty-minute pod last week with Riley was, you know, we yeah, had some, we got some good gaps in there where you could escape. So it's quick. been
2: fun. People definitely were uh, were <laughs> eager for us to be back and uh, talking about Chris football. I heard from a lot of people this week about the pod.
3: I had a lot of great feedback. I think that it was a real fun show. Um, we're gonna. We've talked to Riley. We're gonna have him be a little bit more of a regular appearance with us, so it won't be just uh you know, once a season hopefully. And yeah, um I, we tweeted this out, but it, it's our most downloaded episode ever. And uh so our, our interactions, our feedback, uh it's all it's all going up. So, you know, I like it. I mean, the bar.
0: that's the genesis of this podcast is <laughs> we like talking about Grizz football we just decided to record this mm. we were already talking about Grizz football <laughs> constantly and as fans and you know friends and family and you know they they're like oh i listen to the pod like and the, we they chip in their two cents it's like the favorite part of my week that's exactly right like,
2: I mean like if if you listen to it and you think boy that's just three guys sitting around talking about Grizz football and recording it
3: yeah yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so we've got like we've built up our listenership quite a bit but Why don't you, could you too quickly just for those that don't know the background, like what, what got the pod started? So, um,
2: we're, we're kind of affiliated with the Montana Mint Sports Network.
3: Cause you tweeted at them all the time. And
2: and, well, the Montana Mint has a sports pod. (laughs) It's kind of a Bobcat Grizzly thing. It's all right. You know, they do, they do decent work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I, I somehow stumbled across it and, um heard Luke on it randomly. He was a random guest once. And um, so I started, I texted him. I was like, wait, you know these people? And then once I figured out that I knew someone who knew him, I just started heckling him over and over again.
0: <laughs> well, what was great is <laughs> me and Bear Tycoon and like Hot Take Nate and Montana Parlay, if you follow the Big Sky uh, Conference series of podcasts these names might be familiar to you but we all had text chains that evolved into long email salvos which evolved into like a slack chain which evolved into a podcast and then uh bear tycoon and i used to pod about grizz football and then of course mike found out and i was like oh my gosh bear tycoon mike would be amazing he knows so much more about grizz sports than i do because <laughs> we talk
2: about it all the time anyway luke and i've got a chain with a bunch of buddies and we talk
0: all the time and i updates. was constantly stealing things mike was saying <laughs> <laughs> i was like dang it bear tycoon i probably got him from brent we we well that's what it, that's what that was the next step is mike was like you know i got this colleague yeah so i think we did one or two brent we should bring him on and i was like yeah, I'm the dumbest one here. Let's, <laughs> let's bring Brent on. And now we're going to weave Riley in here every yeah. now and again. And I'm just glad you guys let me stick around. And somewhere along <laughs> the way,
2: we need to remind you, we're not media. We're fans. But somewhere along the way, we gain at least some legitimacy with the uh, athletic department because yep. we've had several athletic department staff members and Coach Hauk himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as guests on the pot. And, um, you know. We're, uh, as I like to joke, we're state media. We're just here to have fun and talk about (laughs) the the Grizz.
3: Well, and the first year you guys recorded this, you were on an iPad borrowed from somebody's work. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And we could only do it in 15-minute increments. And we'd shout at it. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and so, so for all you playing now, you've we've, got a soundboard. now. now yeah. we've got a soundboard, but none of us with any sound editing, like vast experience. So. I do know. You did some research. You, you figured we're it about. out again in yeah, the last Yeah, we figured this out. Yeah. So, yeah, here we are. But, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: on that note, we are affiliated with the Montana Mint um, Network. Um, as they like to say, the Grizz Fan Podcast is the number one podcast in the state of Montana. No idea how they track those stats. Don't care. Um, part of the Montana Mint Podcast Network and the Big Sky Podcast Network. Um, be sure to check out other Mint podcasts like the Montana Mint Sports Pod with uh, Hot Take Nate and Bear Tycoon that we just talked about. Uh, they've also done a Montana Murder Mysteries Notorious and Unsolved with author Brian Dambrosia, uh, which is great in the Montana Trivia Championship, that they missed out by not having Luke on. Yes. So you can find those in the Montana Mitt feeds wherever you might look. And I also shout out sometimes people ask us, what is the other show that shows up on the Grizz Fan Pod feed? Yeah. That's called Big Sky Big Takes. Yep. That's a show with other podcasters from around the big sky kind of doing an around the horn type kind of what's going on this week. And sometimes we're guests on it, sometimes we're not. But the idea is just to kind of give you a little bit of perspective from other people covering the league, and we've kind of got to know some of these guys. Some of them are pretty cool. Some of them are just really obnoxious, <laughs>
3: and uh, we'll let you figure out who's who. <laughs> I was two and zero on Big Sky, Big Stakes, Big stakes, Big Takes in the spring. It's a lot easier to oh my gosh throw out sports opinions if when they your team if isn't it was came <laughs> up with a brilliant idea. <laughs>
2: I was going to say if this was unbiased, I would have won every single time, but they wanted to keep me down, so.
0: Listen, we we cannot just breeze over a brilliant idea Brent came up with. <laughs> Spin off pod. Big sky big stakes. <laughs> oh my god. Do you guys
2: wanna do that? So we, we need a, to- we need some video for that though. That's not This not podcast. We need some YouTube channel. Just get the
3: StreamYard app. We just travel around Montana and eat at the at like find steaks. Yes, I am down for that. If you know for the rest of the GFP season, if we have you know restaurant owners that want to host have a GFP while we eat some steaks, we can like (laughs) blend it together. We are still going to do a live at some point.
2: Yeah, oh my gosh, Brent,
0: that was brilliant. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So,
2: did you guys go to the game this weekend?
0: Yes. 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 Did you get in there, Brent? <laughs>
3: <I> was, yes. <laughs> you know, like on Snapchat, like when you there, you get the like the little bubble, like in the area. I was definitely in the vicinity.
2: <laughs> you were in for the first half, right?
3: Kind of, yeah. Um, okay. Before we talk about the game as a whole, so this is a safe space, and our thousands of listeners across the state. I uh, I missed the second half, and it was not because of um way too much uh alcohol intake or anything uh i just i run a tailgate and it was it turned out to be a complete mess with my help and the help situation and by the time i'm gonna revamp it and this is a bs excuse but by the time like i kind of got things all taken care of i had a great conversation with some friends i hadn't seen for quite a while uh it was midway through the fourth quarter and the game was 42 to 7 and you guys were texting me about chris brown throwing an interception and i was like uh, I guess I guess this is it. So um, I also did not get into my seat until eight minutes into the first quarter because like an idiot, I stuck to the old schedule of going to get in line with 10 minutes before kickoff. And, <laughs> and so us and I to. spent 30 minutes in, in line.
2: I got in line 40 minutes before kickoff and still spent 30 minutes yeah, in yeah. line. Um, not to complain too much, but it was rough. Yeah. It makes me wonder if they don't have enough access gates. And I understand it's a new ticketing system and things were rough. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, the lines that we were in, I would say borderline unacceptable. Yeah, <laughs> I,
3: You know, it's interesting because, like, we've all been to larger events. And I think – I wonder if – it's tough to make a shift on the fly, but in the years ahead, the university could – look at how, like, other events, especially handle the security side of stuff, because mm-hmm. I honestly think, and it'd be tough, because Campus Drive is, like, a thoroughfare of your connectivity, yep. but in that north, and I, I I didn't even know what it looks like on the west, just because the north's where I always go in at, but uh, if you push that security check, like, much further out, much larger, with many access points coming in or something, it just... It makes me wonder if, you know, the ticketing might be a little easier because it's just a crazy crush of people.
2: Yeah. I think staffing is also an issue right now because there were concession stands that were closed. And I have to assume it's the same thing. Like, James joking about he didn't get his pizza this time <laughs> <laughs> because the lines were so long. And, like, I got up at halftime and stood in it for a while. And it's was like, no, I'm not going to miss any game. And then Stacy went in, like, the second quarter and the third quarter. And, like, um, it was long. But, yeah you know what? Everybody else is dealing with that too. So I think that might be this season and we just have to be okay with it. You know, they're and, doing the best they
3: can. And on the flip side of things, I heard a lot of compliments. People really enjoyed the beer garden setup. I heard. Um, and so there, there was people really liked the ability to be able to get a quick beer and be back or wine or whatever, and be back in your seat pretty quickly comparatively, especially with getting out to tailgates or getting all the way over to something else. So, um, yeah, I can't just bitch about the whole my, <laughs> peripherals of the game day, but yeah.
0: My takeaway was I'm just gonna need to show up earlier, earlier. Yep. to yeah. tailgate longer.
3: Like that's <laughs> why, is, why is that a problem? There's <laughs> technically a rule. I, I'm not. We're not supposed to tap our kegs till two hours before kickoff. I don't know if anyone would actually. If there's nobody was enforcing that on Saturday, I can tell no. you that. No. Well, yes.
2: We didn't tap ours until it time, but
3: plenty of people did. Yeah. It. No, no, no. but I mean it. it but like, so we're. My company and Mike's company's tailgate is we we kind of have a different layer of rules. I don't think the campers on the like, street or the people note, in the parking lot. You're
2: welcome because you guys came over and borrowed stuff from us uh, uh, that you forgot. Where was yours? so <laughs> you're welcome? I didn't. You're even, welcome for you. our Berkshire thank, charity. Thank you, Berkshire. Yeah, pathway. Yeah, I didn't. didn't even, maybe the next time we accidentally breathe, go grizz. Nobody will turn us in. <laughs> I, I didn't even see.
0: Your tailgate. Where was that one at?
2: It's the same place it always is. I didn't see it. Did
0: you guys have the big trailer? It's way. We so, actually
2: had the big party bus there this
3: time. So you go over the footbridge and then you go <laughs> underneath I ninety and then you know the tennis courts. So <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Mike's like, wait, well, you're like a hundred yards away from mine, right? Yes, like yeah, like two over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like the big. There's this big black Montana party bus. Yeah. And you're just on the other side. No, of that, that was at our. That's you. Gate this okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's not. That's not regularly there, but. They wanted to come. That's a cool bus. I went in it. Yeah? We should probably uh, find find a reason to rent that thing out. (laughs) I don't know what it would
3: be, but... uh... I can think of a couple of reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Can it go to Moscow?
2: I might not be that comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Like, around town, it looks really comfortable. Moscow, maybe not. (laughs) So, anyway, let's talk about the game, which is what I think people actually care about.
3: You know, I will say though we're talking about the peripheral of everything. It was, it was really fun to see friends and uh, you know your seat neighbors yep. because of course the two spring games. It was just kind of you, you sat where you sat. You picked your section, but you couldn't really pick your seats. Um, and so it was it was really fun to be back in the stadium to see. I'm sure the same. For you, Mike and um, Luke, I know you don't sit in the usual same seats, do well, you? Or are you?
0: Well, I'm not doing stats this okay. year. I was like, I, I don't want to be in a, a tiny-ass booth with the broadcasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got season tickets this year. Nice. I'm a first-time season ticket where, where
3: are your seats? What section? 110. Okay. Row just, 9. Okay, I'm 108, so we're just a few over. Oh, just wow. a few over? Yeah, Sounds um, I'm row 14.
0: I loved it, dude. Oh, yeah. Because I, I typically... Um, would only drink one beer before a game because I was like working. You're working, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had at least two of those
3: <laughs> shots that you gave me. I gave you shots. You gave me, you, yes. You gave me a couple no, I'm shots. Sure. I'm kidding.
0: Had a couple beers. Uh, I really uh, had a good tailgate experience, and uh, I'm excited to be yeah. a season ticket holder. It
3: was, <laughs> Yeah, I failed in the the uh, alcohol selection for that day, but that's okay. Yeah first time game in two years for all of us right so but no it was it was great to see uh, a lot of old friends and kind of you know that kind of core group of people and like so a season ticket holder like you start to get to know all your neighbors around you and stuff like that like the cool ones and the ones you don't want to talk to or whatever but um you know just to see people that in some cases you only see at football games and so um it was a lot of fun I due to the ticketing uh, well just due to the tough entrance I missed the whole pregame um were you guys in to see that for the tribute to Jesse Sims or the I was in
2: there when they raised the flag. His yeah, uncle raised the okay. flag and yeah. <clears throat> had a moment of silence.
3: Nice.
0: Yeah, no, I got I got a little little emotional about it. Yeah. Like I kind of thought I would. Yeah. Um it was special. I don't know. Cool. I, was... I I'm super glad that they were able to do something for him. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Good to hear.
3: Yeah. All right. And it was his uncle that raised the flag, yep. I heard? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Very cool. I like that. But yeah. Grizz are back. Home game.
0: Dude, it was it was so cool. I, I knew it would be cool, but like I got really excited. I don't know. I don't know if you guys felt this way about the wave.
2: Oh no. No, 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 no. Mike hates the wave. No. Firmly anti-wave. Although James like grabbed my arm and made me participate.
0: Okay, <laughs> I've got a couple things about Mike's participation in this game. One, <laughs> how dare you the wave. It was cool. You know how it always how takes like Dare a- you you know how it always takes a minute for the wave to get going? It felt like it took an extra like five minutes as people remembered how to do the wave again. When did it happen? Well, the third quarter. Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, someone was out.
2: <laughs> but to... it should have stopped when we were on offense and it didn't. Oh. Not, a, not okay with that. I, you can't also, control waves. Whoever They're a force of nature. runs Mike. the Jumbotron now was... Asking for noise when we were on offense. Are you so kidding me? We got a few things to clean up. You know, yeah, it's our first game. Yeah.
0: But I thought the wave was cool. I haven't seen a wave in a <laughs> long time. It got going
2: real. I mean, like the whole stadium did it. Like People it was, were excited. Yeah. It's like, we're back,
0: baby. All right. The second thing that I have a problem with. <laughs> when <laughs> Mike and I were in college, we, uh, one summer, had uh, an kind of irrational, fun... You know, just like Let It All Out scream song, Since You Were Gone by Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was there. And it was kind of fun and funny, (laughs) right? Like a bunch of dudes just like yelling, since you were gone. You know, just going for it. uh, Well, they did that. They had like the... The girls did karaoke, the two soccer players. The karaoke cam thing. And they're flashing around the stadium too to other people. And you can see just barely the top of mike's head you can see james's head (laughs) and there's two people nearby who are standing up and belting (laughs) since you were gone off the top uh, off the top of their lungs and i i felt a little betrayed mike that you weren't just (laughs) instinctually on your feet screaming this song because i was
2: i had
3: not had nearly enough to drink or something like that (laughs) (laughs) that's right because you weren't at my tailgate
2: no, that's yes. true. I wasn't. That was barely at my tailgate.
0: <laughs> it was so fun to be back, fellas. Oh, my God. It was so great. The student section was great.
2: It was. And they stayed the whole game, like... Which is awesome because you know that builds into that student
3: experience and you know and, and Bobby had mentioned that to us at quarterback club after the Washington win where he said you can just kind of feel the energy and excitement on campus and that Monday night he even told us he said I really I really believe the students are going to show up in force there seems to be a whole lot of excitement we're really looking forward to this and I mean outside of Grizz Cat in 2018 I don't know if I've seen the student section that full since. North Dakota state. And we didn't let them down. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Well, I do kind of generally think that everyone adults and young people were locked out of a lot of fun for a long time. Absolutely. And this is a fun experience. I do know the universities, um, had like a pointed effort to try to get more students out. Uh, the president was walking through the student section giving out pizzas oh at one goodness. point. That's <laughs> right. Come to my office, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I can use some pizza. There are, there are other parts of the stadium, Seth. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Give, bring a pizza to James. Yeah, I, I,
3: you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there was a game played too, right?
2: There was a game. It started off kind of slow, actually. Um but, I mean, I think let's just lead off by talking about how badass is the defense.
3: <laughs> That's incredible defense. Uh, one of the questions, so we have a lot of questions. And, obviously, like, I think we're going to fuse a bunch as we talk. But one of the questions we had was, it's early. It's two games. But, like, based on what we're seeing of recent memory, who, like, have we had a better looking defense? 2007? I mean, I'm I'm kind of falling into
2: the camp of two games isn't enough. Yeah. Even though that performance against a Pac-12 team is legit. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that stands out is usually in these games, even if you the defense puts up a good effort, like they'll wear down and will give up a big chunk play or something like that, and it just didn't happen. There was one, but it got called. It got called back because they were cheating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can't cheat. Absolutely. You can't. Western cheat. Illinois. You can't cheat. Cut that shit out. (laughs) Um, So I'm not ready to say that yet, but I will say that for for a two-game stretch, they're as fun to watch on defense as anybody I can remember. But we talk about this a lot on the pod. It's very easy to have recency bias when we're talking about these things. And, like, even you pointed it out on on Twitter this week on our feed. You know, we were talking about famous moments in regular seasons and things like that, and we completely blew past that cat game. You know, I mean... So it's easy to have recency bias, but I mean, yeah it's been fun to watch them.
0: I yeah, the last time I think we had a defense this good was when Trumaine was locking down a side of the field., yeah. and it, he just allowed us to do things with our you know other 10 defensive players that you normally can't do.. Yep. We have the best cornerbacks we've had. Since then, I think we, since then. I think
2: we might have the best quarterback room we've ever had. Corner. 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 Yeah. Cornerback room. Cornerback room.
0: Def- I, I think that's probably true. I, I was going to say we don't have, I don't, you know, with all due respect to the, the really good cornerbacks we have, I don't think we have a Tremaine Johnson. But that's not to say that the collective yeah. isn't the highest cornerback bar the depth that of- we've had um, ever. Oh, Totally agree. Perhaps ever.
2: And you know, if you're a if you're a, a veteran Grizz fan and you use Twitter, let us know. I mean, if we're if we're missing people, I think that's that would be a fun conversation to have over the bye week. But P- please holler at it us. It yeah, feels like it. If you're but, like 1989, or on a couple new corners. Let that us kind know. Of plays into another conversation about the defense, and it's like the three three five was something that when Bobby first came back, we weren't 100 percent sure if that was the defense he wanted to run or if that's the defense they ran based on the personnel that they felt like they had. Right. But it certainly seems like this is the defense they want
3: to run. Oh, boy. And it's working. Yeah. <laughs> it's really working.
2: I mean, Patrick O'Connell, is he already has four and a half sacks. Four and, a
3: half, and he had six and a half last year, the whole year. Yeah. I mean, he's going to shatter that record.
2: He's a beast. McGoran got a fumble recovery. Todd yeah. got a half a sack. The uh, Michigan State transfer.
3: Marcus Wellno has two interceptions Ooh, and yeah. leads the team in tackles. Or no, Patrick O'Connell leads Patrick the team O'Connell. in tackles. Yeah. I mean,
0: so I think it's kind of sneaky. Um... A sneaky good thing to do is to do something super unconventional, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. You don't see a lot of defenses doing a 3 3 5. No. We've seen the offensive side of the ball in college football. Sometimes coaches do super unconventional things. And the rationale is okay, we got to prepare for this super unconventional team. Mm-hmm. We have six days, and you the NCAA limits technically the amount of time right, that you can right. spend <laughs> prepping and you're still working with uh, developing products as like student athletes. Right. So it's sometimes hard to prepare for an unconventional offensive team. I kind of think this is the same way for teams that we face is they don't see many three, three fives. It's super unconventional. Um, it's hard to prepare for in a week. And, and my,
2: you know, <clears throat> very educated, long time fandom of the three three five would say it only works if you've got hybrid guys. And so Patrick O'Connell is a linebacker, but when he lines up at the on the end of the line, that works. So he's Probably a good hybrid. Yeah. 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 And you got Robbie and uh, Robertson both yeah. Yeah. who can shift into kind of that hybrid linebacker. You know, so it's like it works because they've got these hybrid athletes that can slot into two different types of positions in the defense.
3: Yeah, you're a safety or a linebacker. Yeah. Or you're a linebacker or you're a defensive end. <clears throat> and you can play both. And you don't have to be subbing guys in and out in specific situations like that. And then you drop... You, you got Gubner in the middle, and you drop <laughs> him back, and he's got
0: like the hands of a tight end.
3: Right? Like, <laughs> That's great. Well, and uh, and the other thing I think, too... Especially has changed from two years ago now. Well, the corners we've talked about, our corners are actual cornerbacks, not converted wide receivers, but you have the depth as well. And so you bring in a McGoran, you bring in a D.R.E. Todd, you, you have Matthews or Hill come in at linebacker. You have We have, what, six or seven safeties we rotate, and we've got four corners that we play all the time. And the drop-off just really isn't there. And and in years past, it's like, okay, like, we've got, like, two years ago, like, we had Dante Olsen, we had Jace Lewis, and we had no idea what was behind them, and we weren't going to really play much else. And now it's like we're playing, you know, especially with the two inside backers, we're playing, like, we're playing four or five guys, like, throughout a whole game, not even just, like, for just small, small spot duty, too. McGoran
0: has been kicking
3: absolute
0: ass. Oh, yeah.
3: In the middle. A lot of them have, though. I mean,
2: Joe Barbaros, your cousin Eli. um, (laughs) You know, it's just been fun to watch them. Brent, i got to be honest. I'm looking at the box score right now, and I did this on Saturday night after the game. (sighs) I had never heard of Michael Matthews. Oh, I had. Have we talked about him before, and I'm just blanking
3: on it? No, Michael. He had a great game. I I mean, two solo tackles, two tackles for a loss, one sack. So Matthews was in the same recruiting class as Marcus Wellnow. Okay. They came in the same year. And so I think there was like, I think they're both state recruits. And like maybe in his last year. And so I remember at random practices, they were really hyping up Wellnow and Matthews. Okay. And I think Flink because they yep, were all Flink's in the same in there too. Yep, <laughs> They were all in the same group. And they were just like, these three guys, like they got the smarts. They need to get everything else and have, you know, you know the proverbial, have the game slow down for them. And they're going to be amazing. And so, yeah, these guys have just and that's like the thing, um, you know, where you hear people like, Oh, if I, I haven't heard this much, but this whole oh, if he was so great, why wasn't he playing in years before? Well, because he was behind Dante Olsen and JJ Lewis. Like, right. what the <laughs> hell are you gonna do? But it's an awesome testament to these guys that like Marcus Mark and and Matthews and Flink of putting in the time and now yep. now it's their turn and they're they're kicking ass with it. It's
2: just kind of been fun in this kind of post COVID where it's like we didn't have a full season last year. So it's like I feel like I've had to relearn the roster to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun to rediscover some of these guys, you know. Yeah. And it's like then we've got like fourth year freshmen like Cole Grossman. <laughs> I mean, he is probably a senior in college right now, but he's a freshman on the roster. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of master's
0: degrees yeah. <laughs>
2: coming out. Tonight. I mean, because he gray-shirted that when he first That's came. Right, he did, so yeah. I mean, yeah. I hope I hope they enjoy their free master's educations.
0: And, and if you fi- if you find yourself. Um, getting sort of surprised a little bit by, like, names. Um, I encourage you guys to really watch closely special teams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you see a guy on special teams just sell out, always pancaking dudes, making plays like, you know, Braxton Hill, right? Like, he's he is going to be a contributor on this team in the years to come. Like, you just look for standout players on special teams. They're the next man up. Um. So th- that's kind of where you get it.
3: Yeah. Honestly, like in all my years of watching the Grizz, it would seem like you could – I could generally identify our next best linebackers based upon how they played on special teams. Mm-hmm. And it went all the way back to <laughs> this kid, uh, Adam Boomer. Mm-hmm. He was a 90s kid. Yep. Yeah. And he was just – he was like a psychopath on kickoffs. And he danced and everyone loved him. And, uh, yeah, people loved him. And then like – oh, he was that turned into a pretty damn good linebacker. And then I was like, at that moment, I was like starting to watch. I was like, okay, who? And yeah, Braxton Hill, Garrett Graves. Now Graves is a safety, but he's probably, I would venture, it's tough to say, I don't know the, well, we could pull the depth. But I, is Graves behind Robertson or is it in the too deep? I can't remember. But, I think
2: Fouch is because Fouch oh, was Fouch. out
3: there yeah. on the
2: first play of the game. Okay. And I was going to ask about
3: that. Okay, so so you've got, well, yeah. but Or is okay. Fouch behind Robbie? No, because your three are Robertson, Fouch, and Robbie, right? Those are your starting three? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so like these guys like like Garrett Graves and Braxton Hill, like that are just animals on special teams. You just, you know what they're going to become when it's their time to start at defense. And yeah, so it's something you can watch mature and grow through their greatest careers. Yeah. Um,
0: it's another, I just want to say, Outside of analytics, just like pure fandom, it's like another <laughs> different level of exciting when you have a defense that can just say, F no. Like, <laughs> like you ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. We're, like You can't do anything. We're going to manhandle you and prevent you from doing what you want to do. It's fun having a potent offense. Obviously, like people remember the Dave Dickinson years, right? Like, oh, yeah. Putting up tons of numbers. But the defense is more thrilling. But there's just something about, like, dropping a guy in the backfield and watching three dudes come up flexing and screaming <laughs> at the stands. And I'm like, it's— The
2: the maturation of the Washington Grizzly fan um, experience, as a fan base, we appreciate defense a lot more than we used to. Oh, yeah. I think that started kind of in the Glenn era when that defense really led the way to that second championship. Yep. hmm but man is it fun when there's a big defensive drive and that place is loud and the guys are running off
0: the field and yeah yeah when we punt the ball and they're like inside (laughs) the 20 i just i get so excited we had that fourth in like one or one and a half and the person i was sitting next to was like you think we're gonna go for it and i was like hell yeah we're gonna go for it i was like (laughs) well worst case scenario we turn it over on the one they haven't had a like a yard from scrimmage in twenty minutes. Like, of course we're going for yeah. this. And then
2: guy gets his first career catch. True yeah. freshman played quarterback in yeah. Oregon. Yeah. Um I didn't Barker, know that. right? Baker, yep. Barker. Barker.
3: Barker. The Barker. tight end, right? Yeah.
2: 88. Oh. Um, but staying on defense for a couple more minutes here, I mean we're we're kind of giving anecdotes of how awesome we think it is, but let's talk some numbers here. So Western Illinois, what we heard coming in was They've got a passing offense that's going to test us. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean that was the that's what your write up said. That's what the coaches said. That's what everybody said. Nine total first downs, two rushing, seven passing for the game. A net of forty yards rushing and a net of a hundred and eleven passing yards on thirty-one attempts. And that's three
3: point six yards per attempt. Their receiver Dennis Houston, first team. All Missouri Valley Conference, so the you know the SEC of the F- FCS, right? The best perceived to be the best conference. Brent probably. had Brent
0: had air quotes air around quotes, SE, SEC of the so,
3: Missouri <laughs> Valley Conference. This guy is considered to be one of the three best wide receivers in the whole conference. Had forty three yards on five catches. I mean,
0: locked down. Locked down. If you guys watched the game, they had also another metric. Mike didn't report zero percent fun like they had no fun None. their quarterback had he, enough yeah
2: it was like by the second quarter he was done yeah. like the, and that's the thing about like even if you're not getting the sacks they're getting in and hitting them and Bayer um after the Washington game was interviewed on Riley's podcast and um you know Riley uh, inside the dandy pitched it last week but it's definitely worth a listen. Um but he basically said, you know, penalties or not, I wouldn't have changed the thing because it made a difference in the game. And he's yeah. right. Like, oh, yeah. That quarterback for Western Illinois was rattled.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you talk about special teams as well where you, um, Tony Tate, their returner number one is the Malik Flowers of the Missouri Valley Conference. And he had two kick returns for 33 yards. That was it. You know, and so it's just like this kind of just continued, like all across the field, like their best guys were completely neutralized by this defense. It's because our
2: punter and kickoff specialist, Bushimi, however we say his name, he's a dude, is awesome. I though. like that guy. <laughs> <kid. laughs> he was interviewed a lot in the O'Donohue mizzoulian piece, which was great, <sighs> by the way. Go find Frey Googola's or whatever's piece on Matthew O'Donohue.
3: Well, it was missing something. Well, they didn't ask us anything. How can you write an article on OD? And not talk to the Chris family. We were his fan club before the rest of you even knew who he was. Yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah. Nonsense. (laughs) Garbage. There's a lot of people just ripping us off, Mike. I know. Um, (laughs) Speaking of, speaking of, if you
2: sell pancakes in Missoula and you want to use our our, uh, entry,
0: you should give us free pancakes. I could go for some free cakes. Free cakes. This group this group of three ain't afraid of cakes. Yeah. <laughs> We're here for it.
2: No, just kidding. We love it. If it's if it inspired if it's inspired by us at all, great. Um so shifting the gears, defense, awesome. Yeah. And I think that honestly, I think this is the first time we've ever led off talking about the game, talking about defense. Could be. For like fifteen minutes. Right, You know, like usually it's like the exciting offensive plays and stuff like that. So I think that's a testament to what we think of the defense. Um, offense had a pretty good day. Started out slow. Yep. Halftime was 21-7, and it was 21-7 thanks to Cam keeping a play alive and heaving it up, and credit to Cam where credit's due. He stepped up. He avoided the stack. He stayed behind the line of scrimmage. And at the last second, he saw Roberts, and he chucked that thing with one second left yeah. where only Roberts could get it. Yep. Absolutely. Hell of a play. Hell of a play. Um, uh, other touchdowns in the first half. Uh, Childs got his first rushing touchdown. And was one of the Flowers' touchdowns the first Cam. Akem. Akem. Oh, the Akem touchdown. McCorm. Looked great. Probably
3: right in front of you. Yep. Which is
2: something we need to do more of. Like, Akem was so much taller than them, and Cam just threw it up where only Akem could get it. And that just needs to – I mean – it needs and to happen, more that needs often. to happen more often cuz it, like a Kem was a man out there.
0: He's not just 6 foot 4. That dude is strong as they come. He is so strong. Like I I would take him uh across the middle against anyone. I would take him deep against anyone like I I don't know what his weakness is for for real. Yep.
2: Um but still, the offense didn't look great in the first half. I mean, uh, Childs fumbled in, not in, quite in the red zone. Um, but then, he cross got, midfield, though. he got yeah. he got benched for the rest of the half. Um, Just uh, something we see with Bobby uh, <clears throat> Junior. You know. Bergam came in and actually looked pretty good for pretty not well. being a running back. He's a receiver yeah. playing running back, and he's like our sixth string. Um, and so that was kind of fun. The defense didn't give up any points in the game, which means that came from the offense. And, and Brent's boy, Cam, My boy Cam. <laughs> uh, had a pretty good game. 20-27. at I mean, somebody pointed out to me after the game, maybe it was you and I talking, Brent, but it's like even the coach of the other team after the game called Cam a game manager. Yeah. And I think we've kind of talked about that. But, I mean, 20-27 at isn't really game manager is it? I mean, it's... He,
0: he threw some respect on the name at the end of that series of quotes. He did lead off... Being like some, they've got a good game manager, but he said Cam competed really hard, and he's a solid football player, or a really good football player. What I was impressed about with Cam's afternoon or evening, I guess, is that even after he threw some picks, including a pick si- or like a long pick six, and it was a ugly, terrible, ugly.
2: Like it was ugly, like terrible. he just chucked it up there, and he shouldn't have. I mean, was, it was third and nine. And he, I don't know. And I'm somebody, guessing he
3: was trying to hope something happened. Yeah. And somebody Oof.
2: asked one of the questions like, do you wish that they would have called him down because of the, the six? Because reviews really should have showed that he was down. It's like, no, that, those points are on the offense. Like,
3: <laughs> I mean, there was yeah. Omar Hicks Onu had tweeted something about the defense hasn't allowed. And then you had to put in parentheses, <laughs> pick six <laughs> for this game. And Cam replied to him. It was like, sorry, buddy. And he's like, hey, don't worry <laughs> <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's saw a little I, yeah, Cam's
0: I a little salty on the old Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You can tell it's all love. Um, but what, what I liked about Cam's uh, performance was that despite having um, – you know some some bad throws in the game. He didn't stop throwing, and you never knew that he had like some picks.
2: And the rhythm that Brent was talking about last week, uh, and Riley was talking about last week that they could never get in because he'd make a good play and then they get called back on kind of a BS penalty. Whatever, yeah. He found it the second half. Much quicker. Like they yep. found the rhythm, and mm. it's like he stepped up, but he chucked it down. And how about flowers breaking out? Oh, Two touchdowns, a awesome. hundred yards receiving. It's like. Yep. That's what we needed. Roberts had four catches for eighty-one. You know, we need those guys outside of Cam to kind of show that they are legit threats, so that these teams, if they want to double a Kem,
0: like, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just loved it. I, you want your quarterback to have supreme confidence, and he didn't wilt after throwing a couple of picks and maybe a couple of balls behind receivers. He just kept slinging, you're, and that's what I want. You're well, hearing Pod Dog in the
2: background. He's He's more of a Dave Dickinson guy I, think. <laughs> I mean, um, you
3: know, and like more testament to the defense. Cam's second pick, which was, you know, well behind the receiver. Um the defense got back like what, two plays later? Yeah. Right? Um one play? You can't always yeah. oh one play, yeah. You can't always rely on that to just happen. But I mean But the defense stepped up and picked their yeah, teammate up. Yeah. Um so, yeah, I'm excited about the day
2: cam and the offense head because we need that because it's like the, de- the defense isn't going to shut everybody down every game. No, we no, no, no. need the offense to score. Um, if I have a, a, a crit- critique, I guess would be the word, that that second interception was thrown behind. Honestly, a couple of the touchdowns were thrown a little behind too, but we've got really good talented receivers that kind of made them look good. And I think that that's a testament to just – Cam trusting his receivers, which is what you want. Yep, it's like you're yep. saying, you want him to keep throwing the ball. I worry against a better defense that the, some of those might turn into mistakes. Like, you know, we got to put the ball in front of people and let them run into it a little bit. But that's, I mean, that, that hindsight's twenty twenty. watching film, not having, you know, 300-pound guys barreling down on you. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: what? I, what I really like about Cam's game is that I think – I like the the way he divides his scrambling ability, which he has a lot of, and his willingness to take uh, shots downfield. I think it keeps the ba- the defense really off balance. Like I, I never, you know, I I love Dalton Sneed. Um, you, know, you can go back and listen to the pods. I'm on the Sneed train, but I thought he looked to run a little bit too much yeah. when things got heavy. And I think Cam has a better balance on yes. that run pass. Uh, I'm really optimistic about that. I think he's a really good decision maker. And, which, you know, I'm, I'm coming close to calling him an, a game manager, which is a little pejorative yeah, when you a, talk I, about quarterbacks. I think, quarterbacks. I think but he's a, I think... a game manager. Like, I think he's earned some respect. There. Exactly. And I, yeah. and I just I think he's a really smart quarterback. He's a really heady player, and he understands the game really well. And you don't get people balanced the run and taking shots downfield if they are if they don't understand the game. So yep. I'm really confident moving forward with Cam.
2: You know, <clears throat> you just, could tell he knows the offense and you could tell he's comfortable in
3: it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And trust his receivers yep. uh, infinitely. Um, yeah, a great point with the way Cam I – I've been really impressed with the way he moves in the pocket with pressure because I think a lot of college quarterbacks, when that pocket's getting funky – tend to go backwards. Mm.
2: And I will say this and and he doesn't. This He's is usually up. A, now, defenses might scheme that now, but yeah. A um compliment of cam that you two might not see coming. Two games in, I think that he avoids the rush but but still looks to throw. Oh yeah. Two games into the season, better than Sneed did. Absolutely. Which I mean, I think that's a that's a testament to something we need in the offense because we
3: talked about that a lot. Like. The Roberts' touchdown, right as the half ended, is the prime example. I mean, up to the side, open man. Make Where I think, mm-hmm. honestly, I think nine times out of ten, Dalton Sneed, and not just Dalton Sneed, a lot of I think Cam Humphrey last year probably. Running. Yeah, Cam Humphrey in the spring probably runs yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, he kept his vision upfield and saw Roberts' man break off of yeah. Roberts and still had the wherewithal to pop that ball down and stay behind the line of scrimmage. Like that has a, that's a varsity level play. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm starting to move from my John Edwards take of Cam Humphrey mm. to Andrew sell. So it's interesting. I think that's an interesting
2: kind of question because we've heard people <laughs> kind of talking about this. Yeah. And somebody was like, oh, you know, I'd take Brady Gustafson over him. And it's like over who cam over cam, not in a million oh. years and don't know offense, Brady Gustafson, yeah. but <laughs> Cam's mobility and his, I mean, like, I think, I think that I both get frustrated with him sometimes. And obviously I like Chris Brown's throws down the field, but at the same time, I think that he might be underappreciated in like how good he actually is. Oh yeah. Because you think about some of the QBs we had in the Stitt era and they were fun to watch in the offense,
3: but I don't think any of them were as composed as Cam is.
0: Boy. I agree with
3: that. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Yeah. So, and the funny thing, like, if you think back to Andrew Sell, and more 2009 Andrew Sell to be specific, because, well, 2010 we didn't get much of him because he got injured, hurt because flu was like, you're a spread QB, and he, he wasn't. Yes. Um, I distinctly remember it felt like the first half of the season because they were still trading Justin Roper mm-hmm. in and out. Yep. Uh, because – Overthroper. Overthroper. Because Andrew Sell – Usually took a quarter of football.
0: <laughs> Why have I never heard? That? You hadn't heard I've that. Never heard that. Justin Roper, Roper, Roper. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to giggle and interrupt Brent, but that's I've never heard that. I'm trying to make this poignant. Point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry.
3: I I first heard that. No. Okay, okay. Start start. We'll, we'll, that was that was we'll a nickname nickname given. To, yeah, <laughs> no, we <you> won't. Yeah. <laughs> Producer Jerry. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was like a nickname. I think he was given by. Teammates. teammates. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely teammates. Not just fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, Overthroper, yeah. You know what, though? Because, like, he... This is nice. Remember, like, years later, he, like... He yeah. He shit all over he Montana. shit all
2: over Montana, and he said that the he was caliber like, of receivers he threw to Oregon were so much better. Mark Marani went to the fucking NFL, and none of his Oregon Duck receivers did. Yeah.
3: So it's like... And then he was like, mm. people in outs and understand football. Montana's just this place where it's nothing else to do. It was, it was like a really... It was like a pretty shitty take. Oh fuck that guy! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to your points. Let's talk about the current game. Andrew Sell, two thousand nine. I'd be, his first quarters were usually bad. His first half sometimes were kind of not. Had to get in the best. The, get into the. He was a rhythm guy, <laughs> and I I really feel like Cam, is a is a rhythm guy. Like he's got to get going. He's got and then he like kind of turns along. What worked great for Andrew Sell was the first half of the season was kind of up and down a little bit. Now, he had one benefit was he had Chase Reynolds as a running back. And and what I've noticed, especially in the this game this week, was especially once you got to the second half where Childs is suddenly going five yards a carry, six yards a carry, he's bouncing off guys, he's powering through, O-line is open up lanes. Everything just got so much easier for Cam and those touchdowns. I mean, single cover receivers. And you get that blend where running game's working and now it's not just Cam has to make a throw on third and eight every single time mm-hmm. and and then suddenly it's just like this is a piece of cake. And it just it worked. It worked great. It um
2: I've forgotten how loud Pod Dog is. He's like
3: chomping away at I know. food. He keeps looking like back at us. Ten yards
2: away, chomping away. Chop chop. It's like he woke up from his nap where he was passing all sorts of gas. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to go eat." Pod <laughs> Dog, we love you. <laughs> don't don't let Mike. Yeah. Don't take do Don't keep you down. <laughs> he's Lord, loading up. Come over here, to um, rip ass some more. So, no Xavier this week. So, Childs and Bergamot carry the load. Yep. Did a great job. I mean,
3: no complaints there. What do we have for? We had um, 242 rushing. Mm hmm. Average of almost six yards carry. Not too shabby. 5.9. Not too shabby.
0: Yeah, and and Cam throws how many touchdowns? Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. touchdowns. Five touchdowns. I got to say,
3: I tweeted about this, but Cam's first touchdown to Flowers in the third quarter on TV, the end zone shot, he never looks at where he throws the ball. He just chucked it out. He's, he's looking at you, where you sit. He's looking at safety over there because they show it from the side. And I was watching this on TV with my dad the next day. And so they throw it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a great pass. That, I, that, that was the second one. That was more in stride. The first one, no, no, no. It was one in the north end zone. Was that the second touchdown he threw to Flowers? That was the later one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, he is he's looking to the left, and you kind of see it, and then they show it in the end zone because they're like, it's the end zone shot, and it's closer up on the line, so you can kind of see his face. And, and he's just looking at safety off, and he knows he's, he's, he's going to have Flowers on the opposite one, one side of the one, field. And beat. so he just chucks it, and it's like, that was the one that I think was like right there. The one in the south end zone to Flowers, a little behind, where he had to initiate some contact. But um, – Big-time throw. There was another
2: one. I think it was throw to Roberts. It wasn't a touchdown throw where we all texted each other on our thread and we're like, that's the best throw we've ever seen yep. Can't make. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, it just hit him in stride. Was it to Roberts? I, I think so. I think it was. I feel like
3: it was. That was one of kind of – between between a couple defenders. Yeah, I mean, were, it
2: must have been to Roberts because nobody Roberts else Roberts was prime yeah, target. Roberts yeah. had a long of 43, so it must have been the 43-yarder.
0: Yeah, Brent. Thinking about things you tweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. For for any where are we on this? For any uh, yeah. reasonable no no Grizz fan. Um, I see
3: my QB Club breakfast on your screen. Okay, no, I
0: wish. I mean, this is this breakfast, this QB Club brunch Dude. picture that Brent that, tweeted that out yesterday. Life. Yeah, is <laughs> making me really hungry, and I've had no good. less than five meals. today.
2: GoGrizz.com slash QB Club. It's
0: great. But I'm, I'm looking at the one above that. Okay. So if anyone is, if, if you guys are familiar at all with being a fan of Grizzly football, you understand Brent uh, and his Grizzboard, you know, uh, e write ups.
2: Scouting reports in his post game. Yeah.
0: He, he does a great job. He's a staple for many years. Um, they're must reads.
2: I'd like a little bit more
0: consistency. <laughs> well, here's. A, Last week, last week you characterized us as the evil empire. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're like a show of force. Yeah. One, I'm concerned you're forcing your nerdy Star Wars hobby on us. Also, I maintain that the Grizzlies are a force of good because we're teaching these teams how to play some football. <laughs> All right. Like this is how you return to dominance. This is how you craft a program. We're. We're a force of good, Brent. We're not the evil empire. We're spreading football knowledge across the galaxy. <laughs> How about that?
3: Okay, that works. Uh, <laughs> Just let the evil empire th- flow through you. Just th- I tell you what, you're like this, the mantra of I evil you empire. Somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> isn't perpetuated by fans. That is coming from within. Okay, I mean, <laughs> like, and this and like this is the thing. Like I mean, but like we all know this. Like last time we were in the 2000s. We were the bad guys in the whole conference. Like we were everybody's rival. Everybody wanted to beat us. Most of the time we kicked everybody's ass and we we ended seasons. We broke hearts. We you know, it was you you lost to Montana. You you the you playoffs stopped in Montana, you know, stuff like that. And you were the bad guys. And so I think it feels like we are getting much, much closer to being there. Two games. It's really tough to say if like that's but it, it definitely that's the feel.
0: I think if you listen to if if you if you have enough time to listen to Big Sky Big Takes this week, and you know I wouldn't fault you if you didn't. Are you but on it? Are, are you a guest? I'm not a guest,
3: Mike. You on it? Nope. But
0: I listened, and you can kind of hear the trepidation in uh, fans of other teams in the conference. I think they can sense that Bobby's got this team back to what yeah. it was in the 2000s. They don't quite want to admit it yet. But they're they're throwing a lot of unnecessary shade at, like, a 2-0 and o Montana team because it's deep down, like, your anger comes from fear, if I've learned anything about psychology, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and these guys are afraid that yeah. the Grizz are back.
3: How many jokes are we going to hear about Bobby voting Portland State fourth as reminders of... <laughs> You know, if I were some of
2: the teams that make those jokes, I would just focus on finishing ahead of Portland State in the conference. Yeah. yeah. Looking at you guys, Idaho. <laughs> um, anything else on
3: offense on that game? I mean, I would just say, again, I, I feel like this offensive line, with its experience, um, continues to impress. And I think what did we – did they – did they get to the quarterback? Nope, no sacks. So two games, one sack, and six yards per carry, practically, rushing. I mean, it's, a, it's an experienced group. It's a great group, and I uh, I don't know. It's kind of just, again, it's, it's usually the unsung heroes, but what these guys are doing, it allows quarterbacks like Cam Humphrey to have time, and Isaiah Childs, a freshman, and uh, Bergen, a converted wide receiver, too continue their success so i mean things are things are going quite well and what's fascinating of course is we heard mike i think you and i heard this at our qb club brunch from bobby was that they've been slicing and dicing and just looking at all the things that went wrong and the things that they're mm-hmm. still working on and so and i put this up in my eager post it's like if this team right now is playing at 70 to 75 percent of its potential holy shit yep so, I like the way we're going. Um, special teams.
2: We missed one field goal we took. It was a long one, right? It was one, a 50-yarder, right? and he had the distance but was wide. Pulled it, right? And I actually take that as a good sign because we were concerned about the kicking game. And extra points have all been fine. And, of course, we need to make field goals. He missed a 50-plus yarder against Washington last week, too. Everything shorter than that, the two he's made, the yeah. attempt he's made. And Bobby clearly has faith that this guy is going to hit 50-yard field goals. And yeah. if Bobby has faith enough to trot him out in a game and do that, I mean, I feel like it's going to be okay as the season goes on.
3: Yeah. I was I was worried about kicking. Um, just untested guys. Not our boy Brian Buscini, though. One punt, 55 yards. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, worried about field goal kicking. Not <laughs> kicking entirely. But, uh, yeah, is Buscini going to take over as, our, as the pod?
2: I don't know, but favorite. that's a name that just, you know, it's – I feel like Once it's very it's very
3: memeable. Yeah. <laughs> i mean <it's>
2: a <laughs> I just think I mean we can yeah there's there's some things we can do with it. <laughs> He's got to earn it, you know. Yep. So it's OD's time right now. It's OD's time. <laughs> um uh return game fun nothing huge happened in there but it was it's still fun. They, you know, F- Flowers had 2 for 50. Yep. Gabe had 2 for 30. Keelan White got in there for one. Robbie Houck
3: got one. One for 10. Yeah. Um so uh, lots of fun all around yeah i mean three turnovers kind of three turnovers four turnovers four turnovers the fumble and three interceptions four turnovers kind of sucks I, that, you know, I mean will some of it i think the review was
2: terrible though cuz i'm not 100% sure two of the four turnovers were turnovers
3: so now, you're talking some people, about the child's, fumble the child's fumble and the brown interception no
2: but i guess i have heard i have had people say that their their view was spot on and it wasn't interception so maybe it's just the fumble but
3: I, it seemed like what's the point of having a review if you don't get any
2: good angles. I don't
3: know. Well, and then... I, My understanding, right, is the stadium, they only show one replay of... That drives me nuts. Controversial. And the child's fumble... We're paying a lot of money. It's, like, from the south end zone. Uh-huh. And so you just see him, like, rolling through the air, and then he's on the ground, and the balls... You never see the ball come out. And then the pick six, you actually see his knee hit the ground, and... And they never show it again. And I don't know if that's like a pop, if it's a UM thing, if it's a Big Sky thing, or an NCAA thing. I've tried thing. to get
2: that answer before, and they're
3: kind of evasive about it. Because I feel like, like when I go to other places, we go to. It seem they show replays of controversial stuff. And I and maybe it doesn't Con, work know, exactly stuff. like
0: this. Like maybe there's rules involved, right? But we have a damn like TV production program. Right? Like yeah. we could throw students out there on cameras. Yeah. Like. Work study studio. I don't know. We could figure out more camera
3: angles. I just, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. And Mike, you're totally right. That uh, UM's quite evasive on it.
2: And it's like, I get it. And I get that you've got a large crowd and you don't want to make... You've got 26,000 people who are paying a lot of money to be there. And if the technology is available on my phone instantly, like you want to make the experience in the stands.
0: And if we're the, one of the premier programs at this level, mm-hmm. if we can't get it right, Who's going to, you know, yeah. well, we should be the standard bearer.
3: And if the concern is, hey, we don't want the fans getting on the refs, it's like, go to a basketball game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. Like, they let them have it there. And there's no replay at that. They just, fans know what's up. And so it's just like, it, it's in imba- I, I just, I don't understand See, it. See, at basketball games, I sit enough, sit close
2: enough to the visitor's bench for them to know what I am saying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
2: All right. Um anything else on Western Illinois before we kind of put a bow on it?
3: No. Nope, uh happy to be 2 and 0. Um yeah, shut down the fourth uh, Western Illinois finished with the fourth best offense in the Missouri Valley in their uh, uh previous season. So, I mean, we played a pretty good offense. Um it it, it I think it's going to be kind of interesting <clears throat> with a week off in Cal Poly who you know, it's one and one, and shown a little bit of fight. I don't really know what to totally expect with that, but boy, that Eastern game is just looming, and I'm, you know, circling all the way back to the defense. Um, that's going to be something else. I, I can't. It's, it's yeah. I'm excited with the way things are going. I love it. It's exciting.
0: what's what's up next? Are we gonna should we revisit the picks? Yeah, we're gonna talk big sky. Yeah. So,
2: um. NAU looks like the worst team in the conference. Ugh. I mean, they lost to South Dakota thirty four seven, and it kind of felt like it could have been worse. But South Dakota is the type of team that just kind of
0: yeah plays, and, and they got spanked the first week forty two sixteen by uh, Sam Houston. By Sam Houston.
2: Yep. Um, Davis destroyed San Diego. Do we think Davis is for real, or do we think it's a product of their schedule? I mean, Tulsa is not a great FBS program, but it is an FBS win.
0: Okay, so we've got some more data points coming. Okay. So the very first week, Cal Poly beats San Diego 28-17, right? So they lose to Cal Poly, who wasn't supposed to be very good. Yeah. Then UC Davis spanks them 53-7 this week. Uh, San Diego goes to MSU, so we should know a little bit. This should help. San Diego is going to help us triangulate the strength of the Big Sky. You know, typically San Diego, you know, goes to the first round, maybe the second round of the SCS play FCS playoffs. Um,
2: when they play Big Sky school, didn't they upset Northern Arizona a couple years ago? They did. Yeah. Yeah. They did.
0: So I don't want to throw all the shade on them, but. If they're not as good of, as most of the big sky, it's, it's <laughs> certainly not surprising. Um, but we're going to get another data point this week, okay. this weekend. Um.
2: Um, Eastern destroys Central Washington. Only question I have about that game is if their win over Central Washington is more meaningful than our win over <laughs> Central Washington, which they gave no credit to. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know.
0: Uh, interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Eastern Washington plays Western Illinois this weekend. Yeah, they go to
2: Western Illinois. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's that's going to be a fun game to watch. Yep. Watch that one too.
2: I would love Eastern Washington to be undefeated. I would love Montana and Eastern to be undefeated when they play each other. They should be. Um, I would assume. Portland State loses to Washington State, so there was no pull it out of your uh, while there, upset there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Idaho managed to score 14 on Indiana, but hey. you know, Indiana scored 56, so... They spelled their jerseys right this time. So this I, is the Idaho game... Idaho
0: got paid. Good for them. Yeah,
2: good for yep. them. Yep. And they got paid at FBS level, because that that game's a leftover from the contract before right. they dropped down, so I think their payday was like one point something. Oh,
0: no box. way. Seriously?
2: Yeah. Could be wrong on that. Good them. for them. But it wasn't considered an FBS, FCS payout, because it was already on the books. Hmm. Um Northern Colorado beat Houston Baptist. And I think we all got this game wrong, didn't
0: we? We all got that wrong.
2: And in retrospect, we should have picked Northern Colorado because
3: Houston – I mean, is Northern Colorado for real? Well, they're the most – they're showing more than anyone has given them in the first two weeks. Okay. Uh, Of the teams that are expected to be bad in the conference – they're one and one, and they they you know hung around in their game with Colorado for a little while too. So, they're surprising people.
0: I think they got to prove it still. I oh yeah, who knows? But you know, until they've really went on a run, had a legitimate heater, uh, they're still pretenders in my book.
3: Well, and so now they've got Lamar FBS, NAU. Yeah, we're not going to know much till Actually, they. They're going to be three and one. But then they go. Cats, Eastern, Davis, Southern, Sac, Grizz. That's all. <laughs> so it's so by it.
2: the time they play the Grizz, we're going to know if they're for real. Yeah, not. we'll know. <laughs>
3: we're going to know. All right. Um,
2: of course, Montana beats Western Illinois 42-7. Montana State, no surprise, beats Drake
3: 45-7. to Certified lover boy couldn't get it done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your reviews of the new album? <laughs> uh, this is I love this. What's, what's, this harkens back to when we the used word to ask Mike here? really Mike. fast questions. <laughs> 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 the Checkdown. The checkdown. What, what did you tell me once, Brent? Mike. That the s- Mike CLB or Donda.
2: The Ice Age Two soundtrack was <laughs> oh, frozen. No, the frozen, frozen soundtrack slaps. Slaps. was SLA. Not slapping. Slaps. slaps. slaps.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what your
2: takeaway is. You called fro. Oh Lord. It slaps. I Shit's think, fire, man. I, I think Drake slaps. Oh. I don't know. Gosh, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Northern Iowa um, Sac State game, you guys got it right. I got it wrong. Sac State was winning at half, though. Yep. They had like five turnovers in this game. It kind of seems like Sac might be a decent team without a quarterback. Yeah. Three picks and a fumble right for the yeah. QB. Oof, yeah. yeah. So I think that they may pull a couple upsets in the big sky, but I –
3: yeah. Yeah. They might not be as tough as we thought they were.
2: All right. Fresno State State destroyed Cal Poly 63-10. Weber State destroyed Dixie State 41-13. And Nevada, actually Idaho State held them under 50 and scored 10. So let's call that a moral victory. (sighs) All right. This week, anything else to add? No, No, no. All right. So the University of San Diego goes to Montana State.
0: I'm going to take MSU in this.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take MSU as well. My heart wishes it would be someone else, but no,
3: yeah, San Diego is not, not the sneaky good San Diego and, of every third year in the in the in the FCS.
0: And I'm sure we're going to talk about this more as the season progresses, but the MSU defense is for real
3: as oh, well.
2: Oh yeah, so. yep, and they have been for a while. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Um, Idaho. Fresh off getting shellacked <laughs> by Indiana goes to Oregon State, which might be a more or less winnable game, depending on – Jonathan Smith's got them going pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I don't think was going to win it. I'm just trying to be positive for a second here. Yeah. I, I hope they stay healthy. Oregon State's <laughs> going to win. Oregon State's <laughs> going to win. Yeah. All right. Northern Colorado and Lamar. Northern Colorado.
3: You're picking Northern Colorado? Yeah.
0: Over Lamar.
3: Isn't Lamar in the MAC?
2: No, this isn't Greeley, Colorado. There's no Lamar is like one of those small Oh yeah, no. Yeah. yeah Northern okay, Colorado's no. winning this
0: game. Lamar <laughs> Okay, so the Lamar Cardinals football program represents Lamar University in yes. college football the NCAA Wrong. Division 1 FCS Division. FCS.
3: I Google them and their box score. So, UTSA, San Antonio, beat them 54 to nothing. <clears throat> the week before though, Lamar Won their game forty three seven against TBD. <laughs> <laughs> that was is it that high school
2: head. team that played on uh, ESPN <laughs> Bishop uh, Bishop uh, <laughs> Gorman or whatever. <laughs> okay,
3: so Bishop Gorman's real. Oh uh, no, Bishop Gorman's a school. S- of, but is it Bishop Sycamore? It's Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
0: So, um, and actually, three hours ago, uh, in their top stories. Uh, Lamar University football adapts to tropical storm ahead of a oh, long road trip. Oh boy. So I yeah, don't know that they're going to be fully prepared.
2: And you know Northern Colorado's payout's not enough for them to fly in either. So,
0: <laughs> Alright, yeah. Northern Colorado. Right.
2: Okay, so Eastern goes to yeah. play Western Illinois. I think that Western Illinois is going to score more
3: points, but I
2: think Eastern's going to win.
3: Yeah, I think Eastern will win too. I just, like, Western Illinois is- and one other thing i mean we kind of we didn't really touch on i don't know how healthy western illinois is going to be for that game because holy shit they had a ton of guys dropping out of the game and hopefully not a lot of serious injuries but they might be down a ton of dudes mm-hmm. I, that they they i mean there was a physical mismatch in that grizz game and they lost some guys yes, they hopefully did. hopefully none t- too serious but i think eastern's going to win that game
0: all right moving forward like starting week four, we're gonna have to do the just straight up win and the spread. <laughs> the we agree is we way too much. We don't necessarily
2: know the spread. Yeah, that's true. I feel like once we get in the conference, we're not gonna agree at the same level. Okay. Okay.
3: I mean, I'll win this. Like I do. Every I mean, year honestly, this, this, this. <laughs> uh, you know, this non-conference season so far has been so just kind of black and white. Yeah, you know and it's that's like, true for FCS playing, non-conference like, in general. Oh, team. they're they're playing a team from Canada, or they're playing. Actually, Indiana. there's a, yeah, so, a toss-up
2: okay. still left in here. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. So Sac State plays at Cal. I feel like Cal's probably going to squeak that one out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Luke, you too. Yeah, yeah. All right. well, I think we're there. So Western Oregon
3: plays Portland State. Uh, Western Oregon. Western Oregon. Portland State's going to beat Western Oregon. You want to put a hundred bucks on it? Uh, betting on college football is legal, Mike. <laughs>
2: No, I think Portland State's going to win too. But I feel like if there <laughs> <What> was a... <laughs> if there was an upset of a D two program upset. of Portland's of of it would be Western Oregon beating Portland State. Portland State's scoring points though,
3: aren't they?
0: Well, I don't know. I actually I watched um... <laughs> what are you left. I, I don't know. I watched this great highlight of I'm going. I'm pulling it up um of the Portland State WSU game. So, for those of you who can't get enough college football, there's a YouTube channel. And see so you you've got to search Matthew spelled, you know, biblically, uh Loves Ball. Three words. Okay. Matthew Loves Ball. He posts like 20 minute, 25 minute recaps of games. Yeah, okay. It's amazing. It's huh. sort of like free Dawkins in the NBA. That's an account that that covers NBA games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's you can go find the Montana versus Washington highlights. Nice. Um, but oh, you can you can get all of them. Like I watched South Dakota State's. Uh, I watched a 26 minute recap of South Dakota State play Colorado State. Nice. Northern Colorado versus oh, Colorado. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Weber State plays Utah. So they're this, high quality.
3: Okay, this guy was like. Is mostly Northwest based.
0: Northwest based, yeah. Cool. But anyway, um, I watched Portland State play WSU. I watched the recap. Yeah, and I think Portland State is gonna beat the crap out of Western Oregon. I think they're okay.
3: So Western right. Western right. Oregon is zero and two. They have lost to the Colorado School of Mines. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is the hundred bucks still on the team? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was just testing Brent. <laughs> and they have lost to Texas AM Kingsville. Brent? They have scored 13 points this whole year. <sighs> Are you taking the upset?
2: No. Oh man. Um I was just gonna say, well, who has Portland State beat this year? But they have scored double digits against two FBS, FBS teams. Scores. So I feel like they're gonna score points. They might West squeak Oregon. it out. All right, um, Southern Utah at Tarleton State University. Yeah. Okay. This is um, another one of those like transitioning up new counts as a D1 FCS win programs, isn't it? It is. Is this another MAC or a, This is a future whack, whack matchup, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
3: it is. Yeah, that's right. They're going to be conference rivals soon. This one's a little tricky, honestly, because... I just um, don't know that much about Tarleton State. Well, they're one-on-one. Uh, I had it up. Uh, they lost 20-10 to 10 to um, SFA, and then they beat the hell out of Fort Lewis, for whatever that's worth, 54-7. to seven. What um, I can
0: tell you is that on their schedule, only three teams have icons. I know. <laughs> yeah. that. I see really Stephen are. F. Austin, Southern
3: Utah, and <laughs> Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> and everyone else is a They don't play shield. anyone <laughs> with icons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Charleston State God Boy I should have researched this more I'm going to pick Southern Utah I think I think some of the Big Sky Conference guys really like crapping all over Southern Utah but I think They're small and a little undersized but I like their Quarterback and they've got some dudes with a little bit of speed And they got that linebacker whose name I can't pronounce um, So I'll I'll Take Southern Utah
0: I bet on the sky baby Steel well,
3: sharpens steel.
2: Okay. I, I just think if I pick sky. Southern Utah, they're gonna let me down. So I'm sure Southern is gonna the win Thunderbirds, this.
0: Thunderbirds, Mike?
2: <clears throat> I'm sticking with Thunderbirds. I'm sticking with Tarleton State. <laughs> sticking with Tarleton. All right, so okay, now maybe the FCS matchup of the week. James Madison goes to Octon to play Weber State.
0: Yeah. yeah this man. is that's this... a hell
3: of a pre preseason or pre conference game. Honestly, if I didn't, I don't know. That'd be a fun one to go to. It would. Yeah. Six o'clock mountain time. What are you guys doing? (laughs) Camping. No. I I am. Really? Yeah.
2: Thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. We want to go camping with Britt all summer.
3: (laughs) You can come camping. You can pull your camper up there. It's fine. It's fine.
0: First, neither. Either of you have invited me on a camping trip. But fair. That's, that, you guys have kids, so don't invite me on this <laughs> camping trip. <laughs> kids are fun at the camp. They, they either <laughs> just sit around the fire, <laughs> <they> around, yeah, <laughs>
3: get on their tablets, and leave you alone.
0: Fair enough, yeah. Fair enough.
3: James Madison at Weber State. I'm going to pick James Madison. I think Weber State, uh, you need more on offense. I think it's going to be low scoring, but. So I think I'm going to pick James good.
2: Madison for the same reason, because I've been saying Weber state's going to struggle because they can't find an offense. And I, I think this is, this is their make it or break it game. I, they're in
3: an interesting spot, right? Because they already have a non-conference loss. They've Yeah. They've got, and then they play, they turn around and they play Davis the next week. And then they got Polly and then they got, got the cats. I mean, it's it's quite fascinating for the you know the the long time reigning conference champion um these next 3 weeks 4 weeks are really make or break and this game it, boy yeah coming out coming out of their non conference schedule if they lose this with no qualifiable fcs wins is tough real tough
0: i think weber wins yeah all right i think it's i think it's hard i think it's hard to travel from james madison to weber I think Weber is. Are they technically at elevation? What's Ogden, Utah at? I don't know. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, no, no, le- doesn't count. No, 40, it's only.
0: It's only 40, 43. Yeah. yeah. yeah nope. <laughs> You're not desaturating at that level.
3: Um, Re- James Madison. Not that they have played teams really, but they've. I'm beat the absolute shit out of the two schools they play. I'm
0: going to the sky. All right. Pick in the sky, guys.
3: And, and then that differentiates
0: us in Mike's Tarleton State. <laughs>
3: we got a few more games here, though. Tarles. Don't we? Oh, no, no, no. That's looking forward to next week.
0: No, we got a few. No, yeah, we got...
2: Um, South Dakota's at Cal Poly.
3: i pick South Dakota.
2: South Dakota. South
3: Dakota. Right. Dixie State's at UC Davis. 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 Yeah.
2: And then NAU's <laughs> at the University <laughs> of Arizona.
3: Okay, yeah, well, these picks are easy. <clears throat> Arizona. Yes, Arizona.
2: All right. Anybody want to change their picks?
3: No, no. All right. That's conference. It's got a little bit of differentiation. I like it. Yeah,
2: indeed. All right. So, a couple things we want to we want to get to our listener questions before we do that. um, There was QB Club meeting this week. They had breakfast for us on Sunday after the game. Mm, Great, because all the coaches are out Mm. recruiting this week, so they're on the trail. So there's no QB Club meeting. Regularly tonight. Tonight. Um, but they announced that they are full go on a practice, an indoor practice facility. Yes. A bubble um, in the River Bowl. Yeah. And um, we saw some pictures. Um, I don't think they've released it publicly, but we'll tweet it out when they do. It's a little different project than what we've been hearing about, which yeah. makes me think that they kind of, athletics got sick of waiting for the other Puzzle pieces to fall with the university. Cause, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the in first of all, indoor practice facility game changer. Kind of a bummer to me that it's a bubble, but I think it is what it is.
3: Yeah, and I, I think especially with how the national championship game is like a full month, yeah, <clears throat> removed from when the playoffs end, for December through January almost. It um it makes it a necessity as long as we're, I mean. Moving forward, still, but I mean, especially at the FCS level. So, yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be 6.5 million. QB Club's
2: going to do 2 million of that. They're looking for donors. So, you know, if you got to write a check for 4.5 million, call Greg Sundberg or Dan Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably take less than 4.5 million. So, if you want to do like two, that's fine too.
3: <laughs> well, and I think they've also got an online auction that's up where. I don't think it's just exclusive to QB clubs. It's to anybody. Uh, it's there's you can go fly fishing with Bobby and Rosie, or you can go on a excursion to see exotic animals in Texas. Um, I want the Bob Marshall
0: Wilderness. <laughs> there's trip. a Bob
3: Marshall Wilderness oh. one that looks pretty amazing. There's a uh, ski, uh, What, like a week or five nights in a, at a ski lodge in Utah? I mean, and it sounds like Bobby's going on that trip. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He was talking about it like he was going to be there. And, and there's some other – I mean, you can get signed game ball from the Washington game. I mean, um, so it's not just like a bunch of things that are just this wild, top shelf, insane type thing. So, um, yeah. I got one I'm keeping my eye on.
0: The helmet's like 500. Don't you dare bid on that. I'm not. I want that helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've been on one of the golf ones. All
0: right. I need the helmet for I need the helmet for my office, all right? I'm going to start a GoFundMe for this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's legit. I mean, you work
2: on campus. You got to get some cool stuff in your office. Yeah.
0: Right. I like it. There's the Husky program signed by or you know the the Grizz versus the Husky yeah. program. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, like it's up for 100 bucks signed by Bobby. No one's bid on it yet. Oh. I'm eyeballing that too. I think it ends late September, right? Like the
3: 26th or the 29th, something I, like that. Yeah. And that's like the thing with the top. Like you got two weeks, so, I mean. It, the, they'll get bit up. Bit early, bit often. But yep. yeah, yeah. I it's know. like voting in Chicago. Um, <laughs> or Butte.
2: Or Butte. And with that, let's go <laughs> to user questions. Do we want to start with Twitter or the cesspool? Oh, that is? man. We got so many good ones.
3: Let's, uh, let's start with Twitter. Um, I got Twitter pulled up here. Uh, let's see, let's see. Where to start, where to start, where to start. <clears throat> okay, Curtis Wallace is wondering, who uh, would you like to have appear as guests on the GFP if you could get them to appear? He had a couple suggestions. Mark Mariani, Joe Glenn, Jim O'Day, J.D. Quinn, Mike Bresky, or Barry Anderson, the former Benny the Bull? Ooh. We had someone else jump in there with a Jimmy Ferris. I, I would love Jim O'Day. He'd be there, pretty fun.
2: There were a lot of answers to this one. Somebody jumped in with Brian a yacht. I think oh, he'd yeah? be a lot of fun. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's right. I see four. day would here. be a lot of fun just from kind of a, a perspective of the bigger picture of kind of college athletics and paying attention to it. Tim um, Houck.
3: Know, yeah, John Edwards. More Mariani.
2: bresky still coaches at Idaho, so yes. I don't have any interest
3: in having Breski
2: <laughs> on right now. Um, think about,
3: like, Jim O'Day. And mascots don't talk. Jim, Jim O'Day would be interesting, but uh, having served on the <clears throat> GSA board when Jim O'Day was athletic director, um, that'd be a long pod. <laughs> Great guy, uh. but Jim O'Day doesn't really have an off switch, so it'd it, we'd be like it'd be a three hour pod. It'd probably be a pretty awesome pod, but yeah. Um, somebody suggested
2: Trumaine. That would be an awesome get, but I, um, you know, the yeah Tim Hout, Croy Bierman, John Edwards. I just think there's lots of fun guys from from UM history. I,
0: I I would like to confront John Edwards about how bullshit it was. He played flag football in law school. <laughs> he they had this and ruined
2: m- our Rec league championship. It's oh my
0: fun. God, they had the most impossible <laughs> six man flag football team. They had like Dylan McFarlane on that team. um like, you know, he was getting an NFL paycheck, and then he's on the o line. Blocking for John Edwards? Ridiculous. They had a, a Centerville uh, DN named Jeff, Sh- Jeff Shirley, who uh, was an All-American at Carroll College. <laughs> oh, my God. So,
3: John Edwards, you're on You're anyway, on, you're on the, the hot seat. I got yep. some. How dare you, sir? Yeah. Who, who else? I mean, I, I just, I always think, I mean, especially, it's funny, I, I love hearing from just former players who yep. just have fun stories. Um. Yeah, A couple
2: of the guys. The 2001 National Championship. It's the 20-year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of them are going to be back in
3: town in two weeks. We're a lot of fun. Oh, we should try to get some of them.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's a good idea. It's not a bad bad idea. idea. Uh, um, uh, Vince Huntsberger. I would like to talk to Vince. He's
2: a doctor now, isn't he?
0: Yeah. I mean, I imagine he'd be articulate, insightful, you know, very reflective. What if he wasn't?
3: What if he was just like... (laughs) (laughs) Just <laughs> He's
0: like, God, just, just bang skulls, snap just, towels just, in the oh locker God. room. <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't even know. You're like, what do you do now? Oh, I'm a doctor. It's like, oh uh, my God, I prescribe <laughs> off-brand
0: medications. <laughs>
3: oh boy, horse steamer moving. Okay, so this one, it's a little tough to go through this, but uh, the Grizzden tweeted at us. <clears throat> I don't know where he pulled this. If someone already has a playoff projection bracket out. And Hmm. so he said, if the playoffs were to start this weekend, this is the projected playoff picture. How far do we go? And as Montana is the one seed, but our side of the bracket is a freaking nightmare. Um, We would play the winner of UC Davis, San Diego. So first round Davis comes to Montana. That's, that's a hell of a first round match um, for a one seed for a one seed. And then, oh, um, regionalization. And then uh, the eighth seed they have is Southern Illinois would play the winner of Austin P versus Jacksonville State, who just beat frickin' Florida State. Uh, Southern Illinois, who has some Grizz coaches on it, right? Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Dakota State playing the winner of Montana State, North Dakota. Yeah. And then James Madison playing the winner of Decane and East Tennessee State. So the seeds are Montana, Southern Illinois, North Dakota State, and JMU. The other side is Sam Houston, Eastern Washington. Delaware and South Dakota State, but the uh, play-in games on that side are so much, so much easier in terms of like opponents you would see as a seeded team. Granted, we're two weeks Damn. in, but that's that's like a wicked bracket.
0: But this who, this fan is is right though. Like it's the Western United States yeah. FCS teams. It's a meat grinder. Even the Big Sky Conference. I mean, we know Eastern Washington is going to be good. We know MSU is salty. Davis is ridiculous. You know, like, South Dakota State, NDSU, right? Like, yeah.
3: It's it's fascinating the way the way this bracket is built. On what would be Montana's side,
0: you would you have technically
3: two warm-weather teams in the whole side of it. Yeah. Although, right now, there's not a lot of warm-weather teams that would be even in the playoffs. I see... San Diego, Jacksonville State, Southeastern Louisiana, and I think that's it. I don't know where Monmouth plays if they're in a I, warm I really weather.
0: think this year in particular, when, when I look at the Big Sky, I mean, we have five super legit teams. Yeah. This is probably what it's like every year if you're in the SEC. Yep. You know what I mean? Like
3: Yeah. Yeah. So And, and that was – so this one had Big Sky teams. You had Montana – And Eastern Washington is seeded teams, and then you had uh, Weaver State and Montana State as play-in teams. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then we're leaving out Davis.
3: Oh yeah, Davis is in there too. So five. Sorry. And then
0: and Davis already beat San Diego fifty-three to seven.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing; they wouldn't match them up again, but yeah, because they can't be matched in the first round.
0: Yeah. But but yeah, but we were going to count in San Diego because they're from you know the west. Someone from the west got to get a. Right? And we got South Dakota State and probably North Dakota State. And, you, you know, so someone's going to get left out in the big sky who's really good. Yeah, yeah.
3: And Northern Iowa is going to be six and five and go, right? <laughs> um, okay. They earned so, it. Brent. They earned it. <laughs> they earned it. Uh, Bridger asked the question if the big sky had two divisions, what would be the best way to break it up? A, North and South. B, Pacific and Mountain. C, Cares and don't care. Uh, D, other, but then Bridger thought of a better um, response. E, Bladen and Reppin. Bladen. <laughs>
2: always be Bladen. Uh, dude, I'm always
3: Bladen. <laughs> I
2: think the answer to this is we split them up between kick the programs out. that belong and the programs <laughs> that don't, but we don't have two divisions. We
0: just kick them out. Yeah. I want to say north and south as is is my right <laughs> answer, but <laughs> then we're in with – but then, then, who, but then we're with Northern Colorado, you know,
3: like. You're going to be with Northern Colorado regardless, probably. You <sighs> can't escape those guys. I, yeah, I'm all for calling a couple teams for sure. Because <laughs> if you go, and then the funny thing is like Pacific's going to be like Idaho. Like you're going to have to grab like an Eastern and like inland. Because like, if you go to the California schools in Portland, that's four. And then Idaho and Eastern, that's you. so you have six. I guess that'd be enough. Right, that would be, right? And then, yeah, so then we would be Montana, uh, the two Montanas and northern Colorado, northern Arizona, and Weber, Idaho State. And, well, southern Utah's gone, right? So, yeah, weird. I don't know. But north and south then is even. There's not a real
0: clean way to break it up.
3: Well, they should just pare it back down to an A-team conference and go from there i would do that yeah me too (laughs) uh let's see luke rounds wanted to talk about the Grizz defense uh i think we covered that quite thoroughly um yep he's wondering what cal poly will be thinking when they come in here in two weeks that should be pretty damn fun huh
2: and a couple guys asked questions we already talked about
3: yeah kentley brester talks about the Grizz db and i think we covered it i mean
2: we love the backfield
3: yep um interesting there the uh Tom uh, Turkey Tom four oh six uh, replies back, wondering if uh, we need to have a better offense to beat teams like Montana State this year. Uh, a game that's probably going to be a massive defensive struggle. Um, you know, if here, stealing a point or two there is might be the difference.
0: Here, I mean, kicking special teams going to be huge, big time. And we know, you know, Bobby is historically good in those domains. Yep. Um, I like our odds. I think we have a special team. I think our O-line is exceptional. Um, it's hard to say, but yeah. I mean, the more offense, the better. But that's a pretty obvious statement.
3: Shane has asked me to <clears throat> speak on tips to get into the stadium on time, uh, where then a certain Mike Nugent asked about uh, how to do a game recap. or. how to put out a game recap late because you're hungover so um, (laughs) quality content Uh, let's see okay Silver Tip Nation asks if you were to literally transformed into a grizzly bear for one day uh, what kind of things would you do what kind of bear shenanigans and hijinks would you find yourself in if you were a grizzly for one day
2: I would run as fast as I could because I feel like grizzly bears are very fast, underappreciated, and I would want to experience that.
0: Yeah, I, I remember. I, I agree with Mike because everyone tells you they're like faster than horses, right? Yeah. They were plains animals at one point in time. Um, I would definitely do do some wind sprints, but also I remember this story. A friend of mine was was hiking the Highline Trail in Glacier, and They said they saw a grizzly bear like off in the distance and you could, it was was really small, you know, in their vision and they kept hiking towards it and, you know, it was off the trail below the Highline Trail, uh, by what they felt was like a pretty safe distance and they could see, uh, when they initially saw this bear, it looked like it was turning over some rocks and like, uh, eating grubs, of roots below it. And, you know, over the course of like, you know, three quarters of a mile or something, they get closer and closer. And they're like, no, 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 no. these weren't rocks. They were like Volkswagen-sized boulders. <laughs> and so I think I would just lift some shit, you know? Like, I was like, I'm going to bench press a Work boulder. Work on that bench. Get that max. Maybe wander on to going to the sun and see if I could, like, pick up a, you P- know, like push a, a car truck. And, like, see what I could <laughs> see, do with a camper. But then you get shot
3: that's the thing. I was like, it'd be fun to, like, You don't scare. want to press the boundaries too much. It's like, that's like, it'd be fun to scare the hell out of people. Because if then, you yeah, die, you're die in your one day as a
2: bear, I assume you don't get to return to your human
0: life. So it's like the Jeez, Matrix. Mike, that's your spirituality, man. I might be reincarnated, <laughs> right?
3: No, it's, it's Inception, right? So if you die as the bear, you die in real life. Oh, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> what else do bears do? That's amazing. They eat a lot. And as a fat guy. I like eating a lot too, so I don't know. But they eat like a lot of berries and stuff, and then yeah, I don't know.
0: What would I do? I would run. I would just try to like,
3: like chase down some animal and like
0: tag. tag. I want. I, I don't want to like. I don't want to murder an elk. You know, like I just maybe just tag it. <laughs> Just give it a quick swipe. Just, you know, freak it out, see what Lord. you can do. So Silvertip had a real question. Okay. <laughs> he
2: said, Would you guys rather the rest made the correct call and called the corner down, <laughs> allowing yeah. a field goal but preventing the question. defensive shutout,
0: or had the same play exactly like it did. Thank you, Silvertip. I thought about this <laughs> in the moment. When he texted us, this is true. <laughs> I was like, I kinda hope they don't overrule this. Because they're gonna get the ball like the four yard line and punch it in for a touchdown, and then it's gonna go against, you know, our defensive stats, our red zone stats. I was like, we're gonna win this game at that point in time. I was super confident. I was like, just let them score. Yep.
3: I. What's to say? Agree. <clears throat> what's to say? Like after the Humphrey interception in the third quarter, that the defense wouldn't have got the ball right back. Uh, probabilities.
0: It's called math,
3: Brent. I thought you were the stat guy just for just the
0: <laughs> um,
2: Cory Corey Bleak asked, uh, as a follow-up question, why is there no consequences for a QB throwing a pick? If you turn the ball over as a running back and sit a whole quarter, would it be fair to sit a series as a quarterback? Does fairness even factor in, or is that just too risky to bench the QB? I think that it's pretty clear right now, by now, that in football there are rules for 21 guys and then there are rules for one guy. And quarterback's just different. It is. That being said, did I feel like they should pull Cam after the first pick to put in Chris Brown? Yes, I did. I mean, let's be fair. Um,
0: (laughs) okay. (laughs) Okay, sometimes not all picks are the quarterback's fault. But not in the game that we watched first on Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes coverage breaks. The receiver runs yeah, the wrong route. The, the reality receiver is tips the ball up. That
2: It's viewed like you should not ever fumble the ball because you're carrying it and there's no excuse. When you're putting the ball in the air, I mean, there's a lot that can happen. And you're relying on a lot of people besides yourself. That's probably the answer. That's probably yeah. the answer. Yeah. yeah. How do
0: I know? Quarterbacks are special.
2: Um, Josh Sampson asks about the running back group stepping up. Childs was great. Showed his mental toughness. I agree. He did. He, he came back, and I really liked how he bounced off of the first hit a lot. Yeah. You know, he'd do this spin off every time and fall forward. Junior Bergen looked great. Kid is really a wide receiver, but he's proven on the stage. Um, no update on Harris, except we all expect him to be back after the bye. That's the impression we have, but we know nothing. Yeah. Um, there was a question somewhere in here, and maybe it was on e so maybe we'll get to it, but let's just tackle it now. When Harris comes back and Osmo comes back, and yeah. eventually Knight comes back, we are going to have four running backs who are either sophomores or freshmen. Is Knight a junior? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um
3: Yeah. It's a logjam. <laughs> it's a logjam. Yeah. So what do we do there? Well, I'm gonna guess that. We'll presumably see some attrition. I just I can't imagine. And then Drew Turner and other guys as well, too. So, it, it, Or will there be a position I, change? I, I am know. a
2: big Drew Turner fan. You guys have heard me talk about him. If Drew Turner's not getting anything but mop-ups carries right now when all those guys are hurt, I don't think Drew Turner's – yeah. Part of the QB or part of the running back yeah. rotation. Yeah. It bums me out because I really like him and I wanted him to be our short yardage back. And maybe he'll become Still that. Still could
3: be. Yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah, right. If it's next, I mean, assume, who knows how the rest of the season goes if, if like where Osmo and Knight fall into that picture. But like, especially if you're looking at this roster next year where it's Harris, Osmo, Knight, Childs. You know, the, I, what I could see, go ahead, look.
0: I, I I was gonna, essentially, say what you're about to say. What I can see is, Knight Harris Childs.
2: That's why I was, Wow, it's like you read my mind. Like I, I, I could see Osmo being the odd man out, only because the the style of the offense seems to fit these kind of smaller, fast
0: with a good old line backs, yeah. and and you have you'll have Harris and Childs for a bunch of years and you know if you're gonna I, I we'd never know fans never know and they shouldn't know um, the full distribution of scholarships right but you know you think if you're you got a finite number of scholarships you know Knight's gonna get a full probably he's the you know, holding records at UM as a running back um, Childs has shown us already in two games that like he can he can play running back at this level, mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. as Xavier Harris, right? Like you're gonna have three fulls at running back. I don't know that Osmo gets one. I, I just it's we're all we're speculating. Yeah. Who knows? But you think we won't have to burn a scholarship or spend scholarship money on someone um, when we have two relatively young dudes who have proven they can do the do the work. Um, so maybe you you drop that scholarship in another position group that you need um it's
2: it'll be tough it's who knows? Not, be easy. osmo
3: also played linebacker in high school well osmo's
0: a unit that's the thing he could also play on the other side of the ball I'm, i i I'm thinking um that's a that's a big dude mm-hmm. and who's clearly athletic if he can play running back at this level so yeah. Um, yeah, maybe he finds another spot, um, fills a gap. Who knows? Who knows? We also have
3: Coulter Jan I mean, we've got other guys. I mean, so it's like, and obviously that's kind of looking ahead to the future. So it will be interesting to see how it all wraps up. Yeah. That question might came from Everett Grizz who had a question for James, but I'm guessing James is probably, uh, we can, we can answer it for him. Okay. Um, do you, do you feel like, you know, James well enough, he would answer this question appropriately. Would he rather you, Mike, take him to Disneyland for a week, or the Grizz win the national championship?
0: <laughs> I think if you could pose this to Mike's youngest child, yeah, Hannah, <laughs> that's a different. Yeah. Who was- is in love with <laughs> Minnie Mouse? In love, yeah. She
3: would. She would. She would take Disneyland. All three of my kids have picked Disneyland over. <laughs>
2: I you. think James would pick national championship because I don't know that James knows what Disneyland is. Mm-hmm. I would love to take James to Disneyland. Um, COVID kind of threw off our plans on that, yep, but yep. you know,
3: sooner or later, uh, Everett was wondering, um, the beer garden needs a name, which it be, uh, I mean, the Grizz fan pod. beer <laughs> garden. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, He's also wondering if the GrizzTix website was designed by somebody with a flip phone. (laughs) Oh, my God. That site's terrible. I I
0: legitimately had to text someone who works in athletics to figure out GrizzTix this weekend. I'm ashamed. But it was like Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m., and I was like, you know, this is, like I I I I mentioned earlier, this this is the first time I've been a season ticket holder. How do I actually get these mobile delivery tickets? I couldn't figure it out.
3: I wound up having to print mine. It's a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. I gave up. It's like
0: this is stupid. Uh huh. Yeah. And the the person I talked to said, he's like, I've spent so much time explaining the season ticket holders. He's like, I feel like I've talked to every one of them. And there's like 18. 000. I will, I will <laughs> say
2: the athletic department has been very helpful. Mikel oh, yeah, was, was great.
0: Um, oh, hey, yeah, shock. Awesome.
2: I sit with my, my father, and we're on the same group. And, um, he just wasn't going to do the mobile tickets. So we printed our tickets and they printed them off for us. And
0: now, now that I know it, it, I got it. Yeah. We did
3: it
2: in spring and it was fine, but you could tell dad was just not interested in <laughs> doing
3: a new thing. <laughs> uh, let's see. PDX grizzly, uh, ask a couple questions, like talking about, um, the kind of three, three, five. We talked on that. Uh, what it do we have any further theories on Cam Humphrey's, what he calls unease or slower starts that we kind of talked about? I don't know if I've got any further like theories towards it. I think it's just game experience. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, how much ice and metric tons did Western Illinois use after the game, (laughs) both in Missoula on the way back to boy, they were beat up. Oh man. I hope no one was seriously hurt, but Holy cow. They had a lot of guys dropping, uh, more questions, running back depth, and then I gotta scroll a little bit. I don't know if you got any others in front of you, Mike. Oh no, wasn't even looking. You're all right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> Day Day asked if we thought it took forever to get in the stadium compared to last year. Um, so we had a, uh, we did not have a pick one question from CDA because he deferred to somebody he deferred else. deferred to Ursa Major. Who... Because the
2: question was prefaced with, with all deference to CBA. Oh, hey, look
3: who's okay. here. James. So James is still up. Hey, James, we got a question for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather you and your dad went to Disneyland for a whole week or the Grizz win the national championship?
1: The Grizz win the national championship. All right. I'm solid, oh, yeah
0: that's the right answer. On so many That's... levels. All right, you get to come back next week. Gonna say, <laughs>
3: Dad's gonna be about six grand richer too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, so Urs asked this question. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, edit out a little portion of it. But um, for a lot of the Egress listeners, there's uh, there's a certain character, a, a Mr. Growler, that is um, an asshole yeah there we go and um so the question is this uh and for those that don't uh on the egress message board this guy is kind of like the the king of the assholes on the board and so (laughs) um (laughs) I mean he is right like uh I don't know and so the question is this you gotta pick one uh the grizz go on to be undefeated and unscored upon for the rest of the season no points at all um Capture the love of the whole country. FCS national I'm title. In. Yeah. This However, good. Mr. King asshole moves in with you and your family. Um, <clears throat> you're required to have family dinners together. Spend each evening listening to this individual give advice on parenting or work, uh, explaining to you what you clearly don't understand about football. Uh, reliving up made up valor as a club baseball player and listening to his musings on. Um, outdated, um, or, or just, uh, inappropriate, uh, slurs and, and cl- cl- things like that. So, um, just, yeah, okay. or, or two, <laughs> uh, this the Grizz the playoffs and get their ass kicked by the cats. Yeah. <laughs> I love my family too much. I love I'm my sorry, family Montana. too much. We're, we're missing the playoffs and losing to the Cats. Yeah, oh, no, don't, buy, don't buy yeah. your tickets to. Yeah, no. Okay, guys. I, I will go with that Bobcat tattoo on my neck from the week before, but the, the, this is too far.
0: Sim- similar, similar to CDA's Bladen stuff, <laughs> I feel like I have to take one for the team here.
3: Because,
0: I mean, I, I'm not looking for sympathy here. I don't have a family. <laughs> uh, it's me. Uh, me and this. King asshole (laughs) can just hang out and he can, like, not give me opinions on family. Perfect. I don't know. So maybe I could handle it for a year 365 days. uh, Let me see.
3: The next year, the next year, Year. full year,
0: guys. I'll do it.
3: Whoa, I'll, I'll do it.
0: I'll do it because. You know, I, I'm not going to ruin a marriage or a family, and you guys would. So I'll take one That's for Grizz okay. Nation.
3: All right, all right. Then we're going to name the beer garden after you. Yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> the Luke Alfred Memorial Beer Garden. So CDA Grizz does follow up with a couple of clarification questions, wondering if, one, we can refute everything he says to try to make him cry. Uh, two, can we make him sleep in the yard? Uh, three, can he sit at the kids' table at home? Uh, and if we go out to dinner, does he have to order from the kid's menu Let's see <laughs> the ask for if he can set him up with his extremely single mother-in-law? <laughs> yes to all of those. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. Um, yeah. And then, um, you know, small sample size question. Uh, but after two games, where would you rank this defense going back to the 95 title team? And then question two is Dola back. Um, I I don't know. <laughs>
2: well, it's better than the defense of the
3: '95 title team. No offense to them. They were good, but they I were mean, good. The, but I don't. The 2001 defense. Yeah, the was two, of the two title teams, the 2001 defense, defense, defense title teams, would be yeah. the one that
0: I would hold up as the. Yeah. I'm thinking 0107, and then this team. Right, and yeah. so we're at least top three. We need more data for points. this era. Yeah. yeah, for this era. So, yeah. for, and and again, yeah. Mike brings up an important point. If you guys have opinions on um, stout defenses, probably before '95,
2: those Camellia Bowl defenses were <laughs> legitimate. They were
0: great. So Hard-nosed. zero zero tie. Yeah, holler at us if you guys have some thoughts on like pre '95 teams. Please do. Yeah, I, I was too young to know. And As video do, evidence yeah. is sparse. <laughs> yeah, can't
3: find it on YouTube. Uh, Grizzly Ordiger asks. If we have any idea uh, thoughts on the early bye week, pros or cons of the early bye week?
2: I mean, it's kind of a bummer. It is what it is. I think that if there's anything, it lets them get two live games where they look good and then get in a film and tweak a few things. To kind of be like, okay, you know, this is what's working, this is what's not, and then jump into the, for the stretch. I yeah. would love for it to be later, but it is what it is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, Couple more questions. I think we've kind of covered some of this. You know, linebackers, running backs, uh, these kind of things. Stillwater graves wants to know where they can find our episodes, but someone kicked them the link, so we're good there. Um, how many teams? Yeah. Okay, that question's answered. Yeah. So I think let's see. That does summarize what we've got on Egris. And I think Twitter as well, too, right, Mike? I don't think we had anything else. No,
2: I think we covered them.
3: If we missed it, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Tweet at us next week. We're going to probably need some more stuff because we're not going to have a Grizz game to recap.
2: All right. Luke, anything else from you this week?
0: No. I'm. Well, only that we have some really fun games to watch. Again, we've got Eastern Washington playing Western Illinois. Um, MSU is playing San Diego State. And then, of course, Weber playing James Madison. So uh, even though the grids aren't playing, there's three good games. It'll give us a lot of data points about the landscape of SES football and the Big Sky. So it's a good time to be a Big Sky Conference football fan. Yeah,
2: and ESPN Plus is fun. It's fun to have our games on,
0: though.
3: It is fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, and being able to hop back and forth a lot more easily and Except do the... Except for the
2: Eastern game that didn't show up last week. But...
3: Yeah, that, Was that the one on the stadium app? No, it was MLB. it was it was a oh oh the
2: feed just like ESPN Plus didn't pick it up somehow.
3: Cool. Yeah. Cool.
2: Whatever. <laughs> Anything else for you? No, nah, I'm good. All right, nothing else from me. If we know you, we'll see you soon. If not, we'll catch you next week. Go Grizz. Fight on. <laughs>